Hello and welcome back to the Bober Academy Football Podcast. And we are in 2023, so uh, new year, we got a new start. And last year, we had a great series um, that I've, that the Bober Academy, we've done with Dr. Nolan Kloss and the Midwest Movement there in Elkhorn. Um, it's called Building Alignment. And we talked about how to build alignment, how our bodies work, and how they fit in with um, football and performance especially when it comes to the O-line. So we're going to start that over here this January. Um, it's going to be building alignment 2.0, and we're going to go into a little more depth. We're going to do it two episodes a month. So this is the first one of the year. Um, reminder, if you're watching this on YouTube, right down there is a the little, little um, subscribe button. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and then click the notification bell. If you're listening to this podcast, be sure to subscribe to our channel on whichever that you're using and of course on social media um, like comment share do all those things that they do out there so dr nolan um i'm excited to talk to kind of restart over last year we did this i learned so much and in fact it shaped the way that i teach my linemen proper technique because i understood better how the body works and you know when it comes to starting from the beginning with offensive linemen i have three building blocks blocks of success um one is playing in a football position the second one is eye discipline. And the third one is leverage, right? Use, getting low and then being on the right side of people. Um, but we specifically talk about playing in a football position it is having your feet on the ground, your whole foot, um, playing on with a base so that you are playing on the insoles of your feet. And then, of course, you know, lowering your hips for leverage. But today, help us understand the foot's role in performance, especially for offensive line, because I teach my guys – you want your foot on the ground as much as possible. Every moment that your foot is off the ground, you lose leverage, you lose power and balance. So linemen walk around like ducks. They waddle all the time. It's right. a, you know, being in a football position is not natural, but help us understand why that's important to have your feet on the ground. I mean, you said it. Uh, the more times your foot comes in contact or the longer your foot is in contact is more force that you can generate, right? Um and our feet are ultimately the start of that force generation, right? And so uh, have you ever seen a really tall guy with really small feet, right? Um, it just doesn't happen. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's not very often. And if they are uh, large people with small feet, um, they generally probably aren't very heavy or they aren't a really great athlete or nimble because uh, they can't generate force into the ground. Um, so we talk a lot in, in my clinic, a lot about force generation and the foot loading, right? And in general, when we, uh, talk a lot about people's feet, uh, we talk about how there really should be three points of contact in the ground. I don't know if you can see that very well, but there's three X's right there. And basically all three points of those should be in contact with the ground at all times, right? It's, it's how we activate. There's uh, arches in our feet or slings of tissue that hold the feet together and make it stable, right? And the reason um, we uh, overemphasize uh, the insteps is because so many of us live our everyday life walking on this outside edge, right? Yeah. So we also need to emphasize the inside part, but we also need to emphasize this big toe involvement, right? So the big toe 
They've done tons of research studies, uh, basically saying that the best cue for anybody that squats um, or is trying to put weight or force into the ground, the best cue was to dig your big toe into the ground, right? It had the, the number one effect of creating force into the ground. Yeah, so, I think my guys, you know, one of the things I teach them is when you're in your football stance, like a lineman stance, you know, their feet are on the ground. And then I teach them to load their push legs so they don't have to like load it, then go after the snap. Like I just, right. they don't have to lean very much, but they kind of tense the muscles. And I tell them to curl your toes up, curl your big toe, curl your toe right. up in there because that you are now completely locked and ready to go. Yep. And so uh, the other thing is these three points. If you were squatting, we would want you to try to bring all three of those points together as close. So basically, you're doming the foot. You're taking uh, the foot and trying to suction the ground below you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and the reason that we do that is there is tissue called your plantar fascia that has a bunch of intrinsic foot muscles that when you try to bring those three points together, it activates those muscles and cups. It basically gives you a really stir or stable uh, uh, platform, right? So we're going to look at uh, basically another drawing of our foot. So I don't know if you can see this, but in black is basically the arch of our foot, right? The bones. Um, everybody is familiar with the arch, right? And our arch is basically... Um, Arches in architecture are known to be really stable structures, right? They can hold a lot of weight, right? But uh, one way that people made them stronger was by putting a wire or a guide wire across it so that they can't go out, right? This makes it a little bit stronger. Our bodies naturally have this. It's called that plantar fascia, that what we were just talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And the largest piece of that plantar fascia is on the inside part of that foot. So if we're in-stepping, we are preloading that arch. Um, so a little experiment. If you were ever in the weight room and um, you're ever going to try to pick up on weights in the, like in a deadlift, you wouldn't just like grab onto that weight and like try to throw it up, would you? You would grab it, preload it, then lift, right? It's that preload is what gets our body ready, wakes up our nervous system, basically says, all right, brain, we are going to do this. So I love what you're saying is you're preloading that stance foot to fire off, right? So yeah. your brain is locked and loaded and ready to go, right? That's awesome. I learned, I learned something today. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Um, so uh, in, in weightlifting, we talk a lot about preloading the nervous system, um, making sure that it is ready to fire at all cylinders so that we can get those muscles firing and doing all the right things. And it has to start at the feet. It, it has to, because the foot is the first thing that's in contact with the ground. And if we are not loading that foot, we're not loading it, right? It's like being on a uh, upside down pyramid, right? Yep. We want to be triangles on the ground. We do not want to be uh, a pyramid. Yeah, it's got to find stability before it can then push off of that constant that yep. constant ground. Um, real quick, touch. Tell me about the difference between the force that you can generate with your entire foot on the ground versus the force like when you like you see people who block they get up on their toes, right? It's a great right. force generator for for propelling yourself like sprinting, 
But for us, if it's alignment, I try to keep, tell them to keep their feet, their whole foot on the ground at all times. How big of a difference is it from your toes to, to your entire foot? So uh, a, a good thing is uh, if we are up on our toes, yes, we are going to uh, really get that whole posterior chain really active, right? So um, in general, people uh, are not gripping the ground enough with their toes, but that doesn't mean that we want to only grip the ground with our toes. So if we're up on our toes, we're only activating that posterior chain. Now, if we get that heel and the instep of our foot on the ground and we're curling the toes, we're getting both the front uh, part of our legs, the anterior chain, sorry, mm -hmm. I'm using big words, but uh, like your quads, yeah. your uh, tibialis anterior, the muscle on the front of your shin, um, your hip flexors. Um, those are all muscles that need to be active. Um, like kind of another analogy is like, if I'm going to poke you, mm -hmm. um, it's more annoying if I just poke you with my single finger, but if I'm going to like punch you and like make a huge impact, you want a big, broad base. Yeah. Right. Um, and that like tiny, just poking is literally only going to use a little bit of muscles where like a big, broad base is going to get me, to use my shoulder and all these other muscles in the body. So um, that's kind of the most simple way that I could uh, describe that, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, with my guys, like I even have them when they take a zone step or their first step and, and run or pass blocking, they're pushed like that they're pushing. A lot of times they want to get going too fast so then they get up on their toe because they're thinking I can just, I don't worry about that leg anymore. Well, I teach them to keep their whole foot on the ground because then it keeps your hips lowered and it keeps that foot in that flex position. And it's really hard to go from here to up to here to go back down to here. Cause you're going up and down. But if you just stay down and you keep your, your whole foot on the ground as you move, you're never losing that, that power. You know, I feel like when you get on your toes, you, you break that chain of, of, of connection with the ground. Correct. I mean, a simple test would just be go up on your toes, have somebody push you. Mm -hmm. You're going to fall over. Yep. Now stand just on your flat feet and somebody push you like it's it's a, it's a simple like we need as much surface contact with the ground. Um, go ahead. The other thing is like going back to insteps. Insteps is going to activate you. Everybody's got big meaty muscles on the inside part of our thigh mm -hmm. that are really good for like side to side movement. If we're instepping, we're also engaging some of those muscles because we are. Uh, maybe turning our feet out a little bit so right. that we're getting some of that side to side movement and those muscles involved too. Nice. Nice. And the last thing before I let you go and until we come to the next episode where you're going to show us a bunch of exercises. Um, I know, you know, Nolan's come and talk to some groups I've been in and you talk about our shoes, right? And I love the first day of our, of my high school camps and clinics. I have my guys do their drills in their socks because our shoes, you call them foot coffins because yeah. they Kind of they cheat for you, right? They give you traction and contact with the ground when you're maybe not earning it. But um, talk about how beneficial it is to do some exercises and some of your activities without shoes on. Yeah. Um, so I, I joke around and I call our, our shoes foot coffins because basically, one, we get an insole that is, um, you know, taking us off the ground a little bit. Mm -hmm. And every time we're further away from the ground, the harder it is for us to feel the ground, right? Mm -hmm. So we lose that sensory or our proprioception ability to understand where we are in the uh, on the floor, right? 
If you're up on stilts, you don't understand where you're at in space, okay? So that's number one. The number two is, uh, again, the number one uh, thing that we are trying to do as linemen is create tons of force, right? If, kind of like being up on our toes, if our feet that are supposed to splay out, like our toes are supposed to splay out, but they're all pushed together in a shoe, basically we are not able to create as much surface contact. If we let our shoes uh, or take our feet out of our shoes, we spread the toes apart, we have now more surface contact, but we also have a wider base of support, right? Yeah, more, more surface area to contact the ground. Yep, yep, that's the name of the game. And I love I love doing that, and I, and it's really funny because when I do, we do the, these drills in their in their socks, if they slip, I tell them I said, well, your forces you're not con- contacting the ground, and you're 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 off balance, right? You're pushing too hard, you're going too far, um, because our our shoes, especially when you wear like cleats or spikes, they yep. they kind of cheat for you, right? Yep. So I have them do these drills in there, and if they're slipping and falling in their socks, I said, well, you're gonna slip and fall when it's muddy out and things like that. You're actually over your center of gravity or you're outside of your your core and i the last thing i like i really like about it and i know you talk about this is when our feet are in our shoes those little muscles that create the strength and stability they get they get cheated right they get really sucked in there and they don't get a chance to work and get stronger yep so what happens when we uh put our arm in a cast right you put your arm in a cast they take the cast off and all the muscles underneath are mm-hmm. depleted, right? Yep. Now, it's not that extreme in the foot because we can't see the muscles. There's a ton of tiny little muscles. But if you put your shoe or your uh, feet in shoes, basically you're casting your foot. Mm-hmm. You are making those muscles rely on a support. It's a crutch, right? So the more we can get out of those crutches, do drills like you're talking about in the barefoot, the more we're going to look, work those little muscles of the feet. And then it's, it's just uh, more potential energy that we can use, even if they're in the cleat, right? Um, they're still going to be working. Now they're going to be pushing against the sidewalls of our cleat. But instead of if we always wore shoes, they're just going to be just dormant, uh, non-lackadaisical muscles that are just kind of along for the ride. So plus, plus a lot of those muscles get, get weaker and atrophied. And yep. they lead to a lot of ankle injuries, a lot of foot injuries. Right. Um, you know, I tell my guys when we start out, we do these drills. I said, do these drills at home in your socks on your carpet. And yep. I, would, I would even recommend, you know, laying off the tape. You know, as the athletes, we get our, our ankles taped every practice. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have your ankles taped for competition or for full speed practice. But if you're just doing a walkthrough or something or you're doing workouts – do some exercises where you get out of your shoes so that your feet get a chance to like expand and, and, and get some, some flexibility and some strength in there. Because if you only work out when you're taped up, they'll get weak really fast. And that's, that just leads to injuries. Yeah. I, I personally, my personal experiences, I grew up with a dad that said, I have to always wear high top shoes and I always had to tape my ankles or wear an ankle brace. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I bet you I spent more time on the bench because my, I was rolling my ankles constantly. And I'm like, but I'm doing all this preventative casting of the foot. But mm-hmm. in turn, my muscles were just getting weak and weak. Um, I'm, a, I'm a washed up athlete, but I still go out and play basketball every once in a while. And ideally, I don't play basketball all that time. So I should probably almost get hurt more often. Uh, but knock on wood, I, I haven't sprained an ankle in forever. 
And even if I, you know, tweak my ankle out just a little bit, it doesn't hurt anymore or I don't get the swelling or the tearing of those tissues anymore because the muscles are strong enough to pull me out of bad positions because I work out with uh, barefoot all the time. Um, and you don't have to go that extreme, but at least uh, be doing some drills. Walk around your house barefoot as much as possible. I know it's really cold out right now, but walk through your yards uh, barefoot. It's uneven ground. You're going to really work on those muscles. Yeah, and it's amazing how you know we start with the feet because it's it is literally the foundation. And if you you know, get injured or get weakness or don't have that part of it. It's, it's really hard to go up the chain as we will throughout the year. If your feet aren't in the proper position, they don't have the right strength. They don't have the right positioning and, and contact with the ground. Then all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't matter where your knee or your hips or your shoulders are. You're not getting the maximum um, ability and efficiency with your feet. Yeah, correct. Awesome. So Dr. Nolan, that's some amazing stuff. So, you know, if you're listening to this or watching this, of course, I'm telling you to subscribe to everything, but stay tuned because um, very soon we're going to have a follow-up episode and, and this is going to, we're going to put this out there. In fact, if you want to see this, I'm, I have a, um, a new page on Patreon coming out um, that you can subscribe to, to get some of this exclusive content that's coming up next where Dr. Nolan is going to show us some drills and some stretches and some strengthening exercises and I, pr I promise you that if you don't watch any other podcast the rest of the year, just watch the feet, you'll get a lot better, right? That's that, that's yeah. that important. It really is. Um, of course, you want to stay tuned in. But um, the feet is where you got to start, and you got to start now. We got January. We got seven, eight months till football starts. If you start doing this stuff now, by the time you get to the season, you've laid that foundation, right? Yep. Got to let the dogs out. That's what the, the <laughs> awesome. Stage, right? Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, thank you, Dr. Nolan. So if you want to learn more about um, Midwest Movement and Dr. Nolan, what they do, they're located in Elkhorn right there by Rick's Meats. Um, his his MidwestMovementElkhorn.com is the website. And of course, that link's going to be with wherever you're seeing or hearing that, seeing this video or hearing this podcast. So um, for everyone out there, thanks for joining in. We're just getting started for this year, but we are going to have a lot of great content that is really going to help you. You don't have to be alignment to get get knowledge out of this stuff. You, you can be an athlete or a, you know, a, a washed up athlete like Nolan and I are, but um, thanks for everyone for tuning in. We will talk to you guys next time. Dr. Nolan, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thank you. Look forward to it.